Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm so excited today to be joined by Susan Dean from Dean Publishing. Hi, Susan. How are you going? Good. How are you, Marianne? I'm so good. To get started, I'd love you to introduce yourself to everyone and tell us how you became obsessed with helping people to tell their stories. I think that um, I got started um, many decades ago, which... which uh, Makes me sound really old, but um, I started in the business from originally in my 20s was a youth worker and I worked with a lot of adolescents and street kids and and I think that the power of story really stuck in for me then. When I would share a story of another, um, like the My Friend John sort of stories, mm-hmm. they would say, oh, do you think I could do that too? And that kind of embodied the power of where story could help change people's lives. And from there I went on and went out on my own as a life and success coach and worked with Dr. John Gray, as we all know, the famous Mm. author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And I did coaching and relationship coaching. And, again, story just kept coming up as a powerful way for people to take ownership themselves and make their own decision for change and that, of course, then led to, you know, me doing my own book and and sort of moving into the business and the publishing industry that I do now. Wow. And tell us a little bit about Dean Publishing. Uh, you work with your grown daughters in your business? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty blessed. It, was, it didn't start off that way. I started as a solopreneur in my garage, as a lot of <laughs> solopreneurs do, and uh and then I remember one day, you know, my daughter, one of my my youngest daughter, uh, who now has uh, is married with two beautiful children, so she's given me a granddaughter and a <laughs> grandson, so I'm very blessed. Okay. And she said to me, I hate my job and <laughs> what are you doing today and do you want to grab a coffee? And I said, uh, you know, as I'm sure everybody knows that, you know, when you're working for yourself an entrepreneur, family does not understand. You still have work to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I said to her, I am interviewing a personal assistant. I'd prior to that had a virtual assistant and I now wanted someone to work in the office with me. She said, no, I want the job and uh, basically came in and I said, well, you need to go through an interview. We went through an interview. How are you going to go working with mum? And it was the best thing she ever did and I ever did. And so oh, wow. then my other daughter, who was also working at the time, she travelled around and lived in Queensland and Hamilton Island and she used to help run my events, but it wasn't really a full-time role. It was only when I ran events. She'd done events hospitality and event management and so forth. Um, And then she eventually, after all her travels and working elsewhere, said, you're having way too much fun. I want to come work (laughs) with company too. So she now has taken on my social media marketing and really got herself into that. She's obviously helped run all the events. So there was so much um, 
you know, there that really, you know, helped her to to sort of find her new niche and her new way of going, but also find a position within the company to help grow it. And again, she was a huge addition and still is both of them within the company, but they get to see how I live life um, in flow and they get to then be able to create their life in flow and me being able to give them that opportunity, especially with my daughter having two grandchildren, Mm. she gets to kind of have it all. Oh, that's so amazing. That's so lovely. I mean, uh, as I've shared with you before, you know, I started my business when when my children were babies and, you know, my son's now a teenager and it's it's kind of interesting to think that one day, you know, they might have a role within the business or they might, you know, be able to to help out. My daughter tells me sometimes that she's going to come work in the business with me and, you know, they've obviously been around it and seen it and your, and your your girls would have been the same grown up around it and you know what what a beautiful rewarding feeling I imagine to kind of come full circle on that and then have them in your business but thriving within you know within their own careers as well yeah and it, it really is it's about I always say don't tell your children show your children mm. so for me you know, they would be helping putting brochures on the seats at Melbourne Town Hall as John Gray came and thousands of people were lined up around the corner. They were doing things back then right up to, you know, seeing, you know, what it is, what it takes also. They also don't get to see just the glory of sometimes when people see someone on Instagram or socials and they think, oh, wow, that must be easy. They're making all this money and all they're doing is looking good. So lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Now you get to see the real world of an entrepreneur, the real hard work that it takes before you do fly. And even when you do fly, there's always something more to learn. So Mm -hmm. I think what's what's so great is they get to see and they've got to be a part of it. So I'm very blessed and I get to see them like my grandson has just arrived and my daughter's, you know, come in with a coffee and my grandson (laughs) will be there to have a little sneaky hello before my next appointment. So I'm very, very blessed. Oh, amazing. Well, look, I always like to sort of warm up with some fast fire questions. And and the first one I imagine is quite hard for you because it's about favourite business book. Most definitely. I think at the moment, I always say there's so many different books at the moment, the one that's really st- stands out for me that um, I'm reading as a recent, obviously, all of my published authors <laughs> are the best business books. Uh-huh. And honestly, you know, we, you know, for people that want to read some great books, obviously go to dingpublishing.com and check out mm. all the authors. They're amazing. So all of my books are amazing <laughs> from my authors. But to not be able to pick, you know, like they say, who's your favourite child? If I say what's my favourite book amongst my authors, I'd feel terrible because I love them all. So I'd have to say at the moment one that I'm reading is called The 100 Million Offer and that's by Alex Hormozzi. And, um, you know, 100 Million Offers is he's just releasing actually in a couple of weeks his second book, mm. but it's a really great recent read that I'm doing, um, which really talks about stacking your offers and giving Mm. such a compelling offer that someone would feel silly to not say yes to. So just giving, giving, giving. And I'm a real over-deliverer, so I loved that. So it's really about, oh, how else can I serve my clients? And so, you know, that's what I loved about that book was just, 
you know, what else can I give value so that people say that investment's ridiculous? Of course, it's worth it, no matter what the price is. Yeah, I love that. And then what about best follow? Who can't you get enough of on socials or podcasts or Audible? Look, you know, when it comes to I'm a bit of a scroller. Obviously, I follow a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of podcasts. I follow a lot of, like this morning, 6 a.m. I was awake listening to Anthony Robbins. He's got a five-day challenge at the moment. Yes. So, you know, I'm a little bit of a jumper when it comes to podcasts and TikTok and all of that. I, I think at the moment there's so many that I don't know that I could name one. <laughs> but I think it's just about going, um, you know, I jump across some of the things, like I said, podcasts and so forth. And I'm finding also on Audible at the moment, I'm finding podcasts on Audible that, you know, that that I hadn't heard of and I'll listen to a couple. So, you know, obviously there's, you know, the likes of yourself and your podcast uh-huh. and um, there's obviously a lot of our authors. You know, you've yeah. got um, Erica Kramer, you've got, um, you know, gosh, so many different people that I listen to that it's hard to, to name one and to single someone out, even though I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love Erica's podcast as well. I've listened to that over the last year and, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. And what gets you out of bed each day? I think the drive, you know, to serve. I have always had to have a passion, a why. I think if you don't have a bigger passion, a bigger why beyond the paycheck, beyond the money, beyond the, if you don't have that deep why, Mm -hmm. um, that longer term vision, I think that it would be hard to get out of bed, to do a job, to do a role within a business. So I think what gets me out of bed every day is that there's someone else I can help out there, share their story. And by sharing their story or their knowledge in a book, then how many people is that book helping? So there's this ripple effect to me that if I get up every day Mm -hmm. and I share what I know and someone has the courage to share what they know, then who are they then helping? And then that person that reads the book, how are they being as a parent, a mother, a business owner? What are they doing that then is impacting their family? It's just this huge ripple effect. And to me, that's just my why every day. If I can get another book out there, another story, another person to help others, Mm. then we're all paying it forward, each and every one of us. Beautiful. I love that. Well, let's dive into, you know, how people can unlock their personal stories. And I guess to start with, do you, I mean, would you say that every person has a story within that's, you know, worth sharing? 100%. 100%. Every single person has a story within them. We've all either done, we've all either all overcome Hmm. a challenge or, um, as I, you know, heard this morning, a mess. We've overcome a mess, <laughs> which creates a message oh, <laughs> for us to go forward. Yeah. So we've overcome a messy part of our life, whether that be in our life or our business, and that and that we've had to navigate to get through. Mm. Someone else is about to come up to that or a similar type challenge that you could help. Help. 
them with. Or maybe you've overcome a mess in, you know, maybe you've gone, I really want to go on and become the best in my field. So Mm. say you've become, um, you know, the best lawyer out there and that you've found a few clients that have had some messy situations. Mm. Like one of our authors, um, done a book to help guys guide a guy's guide to separation and divorce. Mm. And it's it's not helping them. It's more that they've amicably maybe decided both of them to move forward. How do we amicably have this be a really, you know, a transition that is great as it can be, for yeah. example. So yes. maybe her clients have had a lot of messy situations. So she's going to get those messy situations that she's helped them through and teach others how to get through these messy situations. So I think that everyone has a story, whether it be through life, through business, mm-hmm. through the education that they've got. Now, how are they going to share that forward, help somebody else learn from that? Yeah, that's beautiful. And I guess for a lot of people, you know, there's that self-validation piece in in believing that your story is good enough or that your story is useful to others. And and I guess how do people overcome that that anxiety and imposter, you know, syndrome to to grow that personal brand and and feel confident in telling that story? I think it's like um I always say you only have to be like a chapter ahead of somebody else. <laughs> so there's somebody you you know whatever it is that you've learned or overcome, Mm. there's going to be somebody that is wanting that. Now, is there someone always going to be smarter and more advanced and more knowledgeable than you? Yes. Mm. But you've got to go the other way as well and say, is there some people that don't have the knowledge that I have, that don't have the experience that I have? There's going to be someone that is a few chapters behind you. Mm. So don't worry about all those people in front of you. Don't worry about all those people that you may feel anxiety about because maybe they're better or maybe I'm not as good as them and maybe I'll wait until I know more, yeah. until I've done yeah. this. And that's the biggest mistake anyone can make because, the the you know, there's nothing worse than waiting. And I say waiting so long that sometimes you die with the book inside of you. Yeah, true. So there's always someone that you can help. You know, if you walk into a room and there's someone that hasn't gone down your path, maybe they've just started business and they've got no idea about marketing at all. They don't even know what it is. <laughs> um, there is always somebody that you can help. If there's somebody that that if you're a coach and you're just starting out and you think, oh, no, there's coaches that have been around like Susan for decades since the early 2000s, <laughs> and, um, you know, so... Who am I to do this? Who am I to share this? Who's going to read my story? We get all this all the time. Mm. I always say, as my coach said to me one day many, many decades ago, get out of your own way and stop being so selfish. And I'm like, me? I'm not (laughs) selfish. Like, I'm a giver. And he said, no, you're being selfish because the knowledge that you've got 
could be shared to someone and you could change a person's life. But instead of you looking at you and worrying about you, get out of your own way and think about them. They're the people that you're helping. They're the ones that you want to serve. So get out of your own way, share what you know, because there's always another book. There's always book two and book three, or there's always going back now and updating your book and doing version two of your book. Yeah. But the worst thing you can do is not do that book. I'm waiting for the time. I've got authors that started now. They're so much more advanced. Yeah. But I still see them marketing the same book. Why? Because it's you anyway when you're writing it. So it's not going to change your values. You might know more. You might want to add more. But that might be book two or version two. Don't wait until you know it all because we'll never know it all. Yeah, that's so true. I think it's such a good point about looking sort of down the line instead of up the line. And I, I think that especially with social media, there's so much noise and, you know, we tend to follow people to to be inspired and to learn, but in some ways sometimes that can intimidate us and we look and we think, oh, look how well they're doing. Oh, they know everything. Oh, they're bigger, they're this and they're that. We go into comparison. Yes, which is. The comparison is a killer, <laughs> 100%. Exactly. And, and, and you know, you probably maybe it's part of the human spirit or maybe especially a female sort of oriented state of mind, but we don't really think about who might be looking at us, you know, or who might be, you know, needing the gaps filled that we could fill and 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 who, yeah, who doesn't know as much, you know, I don't think it's, it's our condition to kind of go, well, there must be other people who don't know as much as I do, you know. So and, is- and, and I always say to people, find the coach and the person that you resonate with. Just because there's a hundred coaches oh. there, it's like a lineup. You're the you're the person that that needs to choose. So mm. you can have a look at that lineup. And I always say to people, don't think the early coaches are sometimes not as good. Because I can tell you now, when I first started coaching, I gave my all. Yeah. I would spend four or five hours researching something that I needed to get that tool to work with that client. Why? Because mm. I had the time then. Yeah. I did not, maybe I might not have had as much, you know, um, I hadn't worked then with, with you know, hundreds and, and, and you know, if not thousands of people mm. in that sense of helping them move forward. But I would find a way, I would give more of my time, I would do more because I had time. Yeah. So don't ever think, or sometimes now people that have been doing it for a while are going one to many. Yes, and so you want a one-to-one and maybe you start off with those coaches that are happy to do one-to-one at the moment Mm. because they're building up but it doesn't mean they don't have the same skills because a good coach with the right heart and the right intention and obviously the skills and at the end of the day, half the time it's like anything. You can have all the skills in the world but if you don't have the heart and the want to help that person as well, you're yeah. just going to do what you have to do and no more. Whereas yeah. a lot of new start-out businesses and coaches will give you their all. And I'm not mm. saying that that the more advanced don't either, but they've got the knowledge to do it quicker and yeah. to maybe move forward faster. But don't ignore the startups and don't think you can't fill that gap. I love the fact that you say fill the gap. That gap mm could be what that person is looking for. And if you don't show up because you're thinking they're all going to go with the big players, they're all going to go with the bigger ones, you're not going to fill that gap 
and then eventually maybe become that bigger person, that larger following yeah. person. And so it's really important for people to know wherever you are at is the perfect place right now. Just share it. Share what you know now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that, um, I think there's a great quote that goes around about don't compare your day one to their day 100, you know. When you look at somebody's journey, you have to also look at the context of where they're at in it. And, you know, if someone's been doing it for three or four years, well, then their following is larger, their messaging is more refined, but you've got to look at you where you are now and 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 project and think, I could get there, I could be there one day and and go on your own individual journey to get there. Yeah, and I always say as the entrepreneurs, um, you know, you've got to get up every day yourself, you know, and 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 I'm sure there's a lot of people that are gonna come in and out of the entrepreneurial world and and it and but they're the people that will stay are the people that are there for the right reasons. Mm. Um it, it, they've got their why, their passion. Otherwise, you 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 know, it's a it's a marathon, it is not a sprint, yeah. and you and it's a long game, not a short game. But if you keep playing the long game, if you keep showing up, if you keep investing in yourself, if you keep investing in your business, you will get to that next level, the yeah. next level, and the next level. But you're always gonna keep going. I've been doing this for decades. I'm always learning. There's something new, there's there's a there's something else out there that I now need to learn about, you yeah. know, um, oh, to yeah. keep myself up to breast with the the moving market so that I can stay in the game of of you know what I love to do. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And then I guess. Susan, you know, what are your top tips? What are your top tips for people that want to unlock their personal story? What advice would you give? I think that it's important to just stop and think what you may think is insignificant or what you might think is not a big deal. Is someone else's big deal? Mm. Is someone else's thing that they're going through that they might be able to pick up a $30 book with all your knowledge in it, and hence why I love books. You've got that person's brain, knowledge, ups, downs, mistakes, tips, mm. tricks, all inside this book that might cost you 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, it's insane that, that you know, you do the same. There's the, You know, your book needs to just have a bit about you, and this is the difference now. People don't just want a brand, a logo, a product, they want to know who you are now, even mm. the big players in the world. We want to know Nike. What's the story behind Nike? Mm. What's, you know, Shoe Dog? What's the story behind all of these Virgin? We want to know who are the people, what's the story behind it? Because we want to understand the person behind it, not just the brand or the product. So the first thing is tell them a bit about you. Tell them a bit about your thoughts. And, and I always think, you know, it's a bit like, um, if you imagine sitting on a fence and you're sitting on that fence, you're going to have your lovers and your haters, for example, <laughs> but sitting on the fence, you're not actually going to do anything. But if you jump off and you're on the side where there's going to be a lot of people that love you mm. and there's going to be some hacklers out there, don't focus on those hacklers. Don't focus on the hacklers that are also your own hacklers in your own brain, right, the ones telling you you can't, you don't know enough, who are you? Nick them off and focus mm. on the positives, focus on the lovers and just serve those people and let those other people go. So when it comes to that, share your points of view, share your little antidotes, share your little stories mm. um, 
and then people get those that little sparkle of wisdom to go away with and go, oh, I like this person. Mm. I've been looking for someone to help me with writing a book, doing marketing, mm. helping me get my health in order, helping me get my mindset in order, whatever that might be. And this person resonates with me. Mm. I like them. So rather than it's, you know, it's like, and competition's good. You've got a hamburger shop and a hamburger shop. Well, just be a better hamburger shop and they'll come to you. Um, you know, be a better marketer, they'll come to you. So I think that it's just about telling them a bit about you and not trying to tell them what you think they want to know because mm. it's so hard to put a facade up. It's so hard to be someone that you're not. You've got to yeah. remember the crap that you've told. You've got to remember to be <laughs> something else. You know, I... You know, as you know, when it comes to these things, I go at hoc. I don't have to remember anything. I don't know what you're going to ask me. Am I going to be able to answer it or not? And and so people will get to know, like, and trust me, or they won't. And yeah. I'm not worried. They're either the right people that will come with me. They'll they'll hear my heart, my passion to help them yeah. write an incredible book so that they can grow their business and share their story and make a difference in the world. They'll either feel that, hear that, see that, yeah, um, or they won't. And that's the same for anyone here. Just be you yeah. and then you'll attract the right people because they're like you anyway. They like what you're saying and now they're about to do work with you, do business with you, whatever yeah. that is, buy product from you. So just be you. And share you, share a bit about your story, share a bit about you, share a bit about why you're doing what you're doing so that they can understand that. And then, you know, that's their personal story. And then share a little bit about how to. So I look at a lot of books being story. You know, typically there might be autobiography and story, which is that. And and unless you're an Oprah Winfrey and Michelle Obama <laughs> and someone like that, that people might go, oh, I want to read their autobiography. Yeah. You might go, okay, what's my story? But t- share enough of your story that they get to know, like, yeah. and trust you. Then share some of your knowledge, some of your tips, your tricks, your knowledge that you've gained. So I call it like a authorpreneur. So an authorpreneur is someone that's an author, they're an entrepreneur, and they're sharing their story and their wisdom. And they're then giving that value to the person that if Mm. they just buy the book and just read the book, they're going to get something out of that book, even if they don't work with them. So that way you're giving, and then you're drawing in the right people, or you're repelling the people that don't work with you, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's interesting um, that kind of humanising of brands and and people's desire to really know the person behind a business and know know the heart and soul of things. And I'm not sure, you know, it's certainly amplified post the pandemic, but I think it's been building for some time. And I, I, I think at the moment it truly is like the USP of small business is that we all have a person behind it. We have a personal story, a personal perspective and and leveraging that and marketing that and and like you said, genuine, real engagement with the person, not not a fabricated story of what you think people want to hear, which is obviously exhausting to maintain, but, you know, marketing to that personal story, building alignment, and that attracts the people that are going to want to work with you and it, and it makes you stand out. You know, what does Kmart not have? Kmart doesn't have a heart and soul. So if you're somebody that's, 
you know, making amazing products and you think, oh, Kmart stole my design. Well, Kmart can never tell a story like you can. And there's a market that will go to Kmart because it's cheap and fast, but there's a market that will want to support you because of your personal story. There's a there's a great um, brand, Bon Maxi, and it's like handbags and organisational products. And, you know, it's in that handbag market, you know, women tend to gravitate towards big brand names, whereas she's built this own brand of of handbags with a massive following because she has a personal story and she's told her personal story against it, her family's story, you know, uh, and and built that connection. And I think right now and, and probably for the foreseeable future, that personal story is the most powerful marketing tool that we have. Absolutely. I think, you know, we had the world of, you know, COVID changed, I think, a lot of in a lot of people in many ways and mm. and and some for the good and not and some not for the good but i think out of it all we all know how much we need human connection yeah. we know how much that's important to our well-being it's important to our health it's important to our relationships it's important to everything in our lives and that human relationship that connection mm. is something that we know we need and and trust because now there's so many scans out there. There's so many. I mean, oh yeah, AI now is going to be able to re- can replicate yourself. And mm-hmm. honestly, there's so many things out there now that you're going to go. Are you a real human? Yeah. Or are you just AIing all of this? And I think you know. I thought the other day I'm nearly ready to stamp my books with this was written by a human. <laughs> uh, you know, because you can't. You can't replicate a robot into a human. They can't get your heart, your soul. I don't care how much you put into it. We can give you ideas, don't get me wrong. And AI and I I say, you know, use it for ideas, but never let it take away your heart and your soul and your, your connection. And my goal is to get people to not only connect with the with the author when they read their books, but connect with them in another way. So the way that someone might pick up a book and read a book, um, but then from there, they can now go and see, well, what are they doing? Oh, they're doing a podcast. I'm now going to follow their podcast. What else are they doing? Oh, my God, they've got events. Oh, you can get coaching by them. So my goal was to not only write amazing books and help these authors write amazing books, um, they're writing them, but we're helping them streamline it and get it out there to as many places as possible. But so they person can connect with the author um, the reader can connect with the author on another level. And so by doing that, they're getting connection. So the the thing is that you might go, oh, I'm not a, um, for example, I'm not a, a, a person that, you know, like you, you were using the example of like Kmart. Mm. I know we've got a little toy shop up here and my daughter loves all the wooden toys. Yes. We go there and we'll buy some little wooden to- toys to um you know, basically to support one, a local business, but two, when I walk in there, she says, hi, Susan, how are you today? Yeah. I want that connection. How are you? Oh, how's Zara going? How's that? You know, now I've got this human connection that someone knows me. So never forget that, you know, there's always going to be someone that might be cheaper or someone that might be bigger or that. Stay in your lane and give that personal service. And you're right. I think people are looking for that connection more than ever. Yeah. And if you just keep doing that, you can draw in the, the right clients for you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. 
Oh, Susan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a lovely, uh, you know, time to spend with you and and hear your perspective on on people building their personal stories. And I think, you know, we've really wrapped that up so beautifully as to how important that is and, and the difference that you can make by by really engaging with your personal story. Uh, I'm going to put in the show notes links of where people can find you and Dean Publishing. And yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.